0: This is The Doctor's Wife, episode number 86, How People-Pleasing Creates Resentment. The Doctor's Wife is a podcast for women who have supported their husbands through a decade or more of medical training and are now ready to find more fulfillment in marriage, more fulfillment in motherhood, and more fulfillment in their personal goals. You are really good at taking care of everyone else. It's time to take care of you. Yes, you are a doctor's wife, but you are so much more than that. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. I promised you an episode on how resentment and people-pleasing are connected, and I am delivering it to you today. But first of all, I want to give a little inspiration station, which actually goes right along with this podcast because a lot of what I'm going to teach you I learned from Dr. Jennifer finlayson Fife. She's been on the podcast. You may have listened to her episode. It's in fact, the most listened to episode of all of my podcast episodes. So it's likely that you've heard it if you've been around for a little while. But I recently, she has several online courses, all of which are fantastic that I have tried. But particularly the online course, The Art of Desire, which is specifically for women, she talks a lot about resentment and people pleasing. And so a lot of what I'm going to teach you came from things that I learned in that course. And so if you're interested in learning more and diving in even deeper, I really can't recommend The Art of Desire enough. And to be honest with you, I'm not even finished with it. And it's like, I feel so confident recommending it to you. It's totally unsponsored love. It's just... I think everyone needs a little Jennifer Finlayson Fife in their life. So if you want to learn more, go check her out. That's my inspiration station for the week. Okay. I think this following definition of people pleaser from Merriam Webster is really insightful. It says, a person who has an emotional need to please others, often at the expense of his or her own needs or desires. When I read that definition, I kind of imagined some of you thinking, is it really that bad to want to please others? And in my opinion, the answer is no. It means you're a human being. It means that you're a caring person. But when you need to please them, you need them to see you as caring and loving. You need to see them happy in order for you to be happy. That is when problems arise. And when you're constantly trying to please others at your own expense, meaning your needs and desires aren't considered, then resentment emerges. Because as I've taught you before, resentment is bred out of unmet needs. The problem is when we're constantly trying to please others so that we never acknowledge or take into account our own needs and desires, bitterness and resentment bubble up. Because here you are taking care of everyone else's needs and your needs are going unmet. It's very easy to think that because you're taking care of everyone else, someone should be taking care of you. And so the resentment settles in. I think this can be tricky for us to wrap our heads around because most of us were taught that it's virtuous to be selfless, to serve. I think of that mother in the Mormon message who, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but. Let me just describe it a little bit. She wants to like meet up with her cousin, I think. and But instead she misses out on the super exciting time because she's saying yes to meeting everyone else's needs all day long. Do you know what I'm talking about? I'll try to put a link in the show notes, but I think that's the perception of what we think a woman should be that's often portrayed to us. And I just think it's time to change that narrative. Even traditional couples therapy often teaches that a healthy marriage means that the couple comes together and communicates their needs to one another, and then they each work on meeting the needs of the other person. We've got the love languages book, right? That's all about figuring out your partner's love language and then going about showing them love in that way. And while all of these are good intentioned, I think they can often be used as weapons. In our own marriages. Weapons against our spouses about how they are not meeting our needs. They are not showing us love through our love language. And even Jerry Maguire taught us, you complete me, right? I tell you, romantic comedies can give us a false sense of what a healthy relationship should look like. So it's no wonder that we believe we should be meeting the needs of other people even at the expense of our own wants and needs. How others perceive you can't be the primary motivation, though, if you want to develop a strong sense of your own security and self-confidence. Because as my mentor Brooke Castillo taught me, when you water yourself down to become more appealing to other people, you become less appealing to yourself people-pleasers care more about the validation of others than they do about understanding and being true to themselves. And you might be thinking, that sounds selfish, only thinking about being true to myself, but I think that the opposite is actually true. Let's just think about this. People-pleasers are so fixated on what others think about them, on being perceived as good or likable, that they become very self-absorbed. When you're willing to be honest with yourself and others about who you really are, you have the confidence to focus on others and on what you love about them because you aren't focused only on how they might be perceiving you in any given moment. Can you see that? And what's so interesting is that when we become someone, we aren't in an effort for others to like us we don't really allow them to really know us. It's not even the real us that they like. It's a form of false security because you're not really letting your true self be known in an effort to please those around you. And when we deny all of our own desires and needs in the name of our husband's needs or our children's needs or their wants and their desires, it's not really good for them. And we're fooling ourselves if we think it is because then they have a mother or a spouse who constantly denies herself, who is constantly fighting off resentment because no one is taking care of her needs. And what is so powerful is that she is the very best person to actually do that. Think about it. Who better than you to take care of your needs? Dr. Finlayson Fife said, dependency and the validation of others makes it really difficult to be honest. Let's give a couple of examples of how this might play out. Let's say that your husband comes home and he tells you that he's been offered chief of staff in his department at the hospital. And it means adding several more hours to his work week. You're already feeling completely overwhelmed and underwater. You're proud of him and his accomplishment but you don't want him to take this promotion. The money isn't worth the trade-off. But you can see how excited he is about it, and you don't want to take the wind out of his sails. In the moment, it's easier to just say, go for it, honey. But that's not how you really feel. It's not you being honest. It's people-pleasing. In the moment, it's easier to do that than it is to have a difficult open conversation, one where you disagree about what is best for your family. This isn't, note, about whether or not he takes the promotion. It's about you being willing to be uncomfortable in order to wrestle with a solution. Because if you don't, the alternative is staying quiet and silently resenting him every time his promotion takes time away from the family. Or not so silently resenting him, because you blow up when you can't take it any longer. And you might be thinking, but I should support my husband. That's what a good wife does. But that isn't how you really feel. Can you see that? So it's not really you. It's a watered down version of you that you choose to portray so that you can avoid conflict and please your husband in the moment. And it doesn't allow you to really question Maybe that's not what a good wife does. Maybe I should support my husband by saying what I really think. Now let's take another example. Let's say the Relief Society president, which for those of you who aren't familiar, is like the leader of the women's organization in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Let's say she calls you and she asks you to make a meal for a family in your congregation. You already have a full week and adding one more thing would be very challenging, but you say yes, because that's the Christ-like thing to do. But then you feel completely obligated doing it. You actually don't feel Christ-like at all. You find yourself mad at the Relief Society president for even asking you, I mean, isn't there someone else she could have called? And maybe even resentful towards the family that you are helping. I mean, come on, they've known for nine months they were going to have a baby. Couldn't they have stocked their freezer with lasagnas or something? The problem isn't with the Relief Society president asking you for help or with the family for having the baby. It's with you believing it's more important for them to think you're Christ-like than it is to honor what is true for you, that you have a busy week and you don't want to add one more thing to your plate. You chose their perception of you over being open and honest. Do you see that? Now, I don't bring this up so that you'll beat yourself up for quote unquote not being honest. I bring it up so that you can see that there is another way, a resentment free way. So how do you stop people pleasing? Well, in the example of your husband and the promotion, it might look like having an honest, difficult conversation about how you want to turn pursuing things that you desire too. It might look like you being vulnerable about your desires instead of pushing them to the back burner. I have no idea what the solution might be or might come to. There really are endless options. But you being honest instead of people-pleasing will allow your husband to really know you and you to own your own desires. And that's a good thing. And what about the Relief Society president and the meal? You really can say, not this time. And you can say it with love. It doesn't have to be followed by tons of explanations or excuses. Just a simple no will do. And then you can sit with the discomfort that might come from your thoughts, of course, when you allow the Relief Society president to think what she wants about your decision. You give her permission to have her own opinion about you. Isn't that nice of you? I mean, let's face it, she's going to have it anyway. Know that the reason you've been saying yes for so long is because it's easier in the short term to do that. It's less awkward, right? But in the long term, there's so much uncomfortable resentment. Just knowing that that is what's going on in your brain will be helpful. Because then if and when it's uncomfortable because of what you're thinking about it, you will be expecting it. This is not to say that we only ever say yes to things that we love to do. But if I can't get myself to a space where I at least want to want to do it, then I don't say yes, because that is what is honest for me. You can ask yourself, is my behavior congruent with who I want to become? Do you want to be a person who constantly denies herself in the name of looking good in the eyes of others? Would you want that for your daughter? The answer for me is no. You don't have to prove your goodness to anyone, you simply are good. Now that that's established, be willing to show up for who you really are instead of who you think people want you to be. It is uncomfortable, I'm not going to lie, but not nearly as uncomfortable as years of resentment. Go out there and try these steps. Take small steps to owning your own desires and owning what you really believe and being willing to let people think what they want about you instead of trying to manipulate how they feel about you by constantly trying to please them. And if this podcast resonates with you and you want personalized help dealing with people-pleasing and resentment, I'm accepting just a few more clients right now. My practice is really filling up, which is so exciting, but I want to help as many of you as possible. So schedule a consult call with me at sarahpain.com forward slash work hyphen with hyphen me today and I will help you get started. Have a great people pleasing free week.